0: Not intoxicated,
1: without his You would cool. Kansas City, Texas. This is Slurp Toast, the podcast. Hosted by Bruce and Steve. Here in a second. See, look at that. There you go. All right. So the lady's there, and that means, we, hey, it sounds better on my end. I don't know what it sounds like on your end, but uh, running it through this board, maybe helping. I don't know.
0: Like which part? The, the lady or you?
1: <laughs> I'll take all the help I can get. Um, so tonight's tonight's podcast is brought to you by Bourbon. <laughs>
0: Bourbon. It makes a man mean or something like that. <laughs> it is the one. It's,
1: it's uh, you know, just pouring a cup and go. I didn't have to do any mixing or anything. And I, I discovered a new book series uh, last week um, sort of accidentally. I guess this is how we'll start. Um, I was flipping channels one night and that movie, um, A Walk in the Tombstones was on. Okay. It was one of those January Liam Neeson movies. By the way, before I go is any further. Is the one
0: where he kills everybody? I th- <laughs>
1: I think that's the one, yeah. Um, okay. This is podcast number 27, Slurp oh. Toast, episode number 27. woo um, So look at us. We've, we've added, look at us. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong button. <laughs>
0: <laughs> look at us.
1: Womp, womp, womp. There we go. That's what I wanted. Um, okay. And the last thing Connor said to me before I came out here was, don't overdo it. I said, oh, there's no way I'm not going to overdo it tonight.
0: Oh, please. You, the you,
1: next you, time I'll moderate myself tonight, it's um, it's all about enjoying the
0: toys. So, apparently, yeah, well, at work, I, I you know, somebody always asks, why does Blankety Blank do what they do? And my response has always been, um, have you met them? So... <laughs> <laughs> Rosie was asking, or uh, I was being asked, why two people were acting the way they were at work, and I was just like, uh, "Have you met them?" And she didn't think that was that funny. Uh, really? She didn't think that was yeah. funny. And this so, is what you, then this is what you said.
1: What was that? <laughs> oh, Sam Kennison. There you go. I turned up the sound effects. Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs>
0: So, anyway, so to Connor, I would say, huh? Your dad overdoing it? Have you met him?
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I said, tonight, there's no chance I'm not going to overdo it, but I'll get it out of my system tonight. That's right. So, so you
0: know why? You had to do it the hard way. Wait, here's, here's why. You had to do it the hard way. <laughs> so, tonight's episode is episode 27, the sound effect episode. <laughs> pretty much pretty much
1: yeah yeah uh, that's probably how it's gonna go. anyway circling back to content instead of noise uh so i was slipping i was watching and the guy addresses um or liam neeson introduces himself as matthew Scudder. and i'm like that sounds familiar for some reason So a quick google search and he's the protagonist of a series of books by lawrence block
0: There's okay like
1: 17 of these books um of course. well it's okay there's only 17 i can do 17 and catch up that's no big deal and after i'm on number three in two weeks because they're short Hmm. um but scudder drinks a lot of bourbon okay (laughs) a lot of bourbon so i've been reading a lot of bourbon so tonight i'm drinking some
0: bourbon there we go there we go there we go
1: so we've been away for a while uh, yeah yes we have
0: no i was gonna say I, i finished reading uh donald westlake uh, he also wrote the Parker books, yes, uh, and it was like one of those the 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 uh true crime or hard crime or hard case. you know those hard case there we go.
1: I love those,
0: yeah, this one was one that i, I think they probably should have uh left unpublished. Um, oh no <laughs> it just it was just strange because it was like um uh there's monks in a monastery on Park Avenue and the unscrupulous developers are going to you know sell the monastery tear it down and uh it only gets interesting in like the last half and there's just way too much there's a walk to the airport walk to the airport from new york to jfk that's described in excruciating detail oh god Oh yeah, <laughs> where you're like going? How many? I mean, it's like Game of Game of Thrones detail, which oh, is not no. typical of Donald Westlake. No, it's like, oh my God, there's like four more pages of him walking to the airport. So um, that was not a not a good pick.
1: I uh, yeah no. Well, see the 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 Scudder books are okay. I mean, it's uh, he's uh, he's not a PI per se. He's he's a retired cop who does quote unquote favors for people. And they return the favor by paying him, so there's no income tax and no <laughs> licensing involved. So he's a fixer essentially. He's a,
0: he's a hard case fixer. It guy. sounds like a, uh, a equalizer type of thing. Yeah, pretty
1: much. I think it maybe we may be seeing the, your origin of the, of the equalizer because the first one was from the mid 70s. So I'm still the the one I'm reading now is from like 80. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how it evolves over time for sure. Um, but uh, I'm enjoying them. Like I said, they're they're easy reads. They're, you know, this one this one apparently people don't like because it's super short. It's like 260 pages, and it's like you know, pulpy. I walked into the bar, had a bourbon, poured some bourbon in <laughs> my coffee, thought about the clues I had, everything clicked into place. That kind of thing. Oh, it, that kind
0: of thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So it, it, it's not hard. Of course, the only problem is like having seen Liam Neeson uh, as the character before I started reading the books now. It's just Liam Neeson in my head. In that voice. Uh, well, I the bar, the... <laughs> poured myself a <laughs> I'm doing okay on the voice, but it's anytime like because uh, in the movie he's got like the big bulky leather jacket on. Cause the part I saw he was in a cemetery, so that's what I got. No matter if it's you know July or December, he's walking around New York in that big old leather jacket in my head. So anyway, Walk so we've been away from <laughs> For the
0: special set of skills.
1: <laughs> I'm going to come after you.
0: That's right. It's just a subtle Irish accent.
1: <laughs> and, you know, if it's Liam Neeson, it doesn't matter. That's subtle. yeah. It's, and it
0: if he was trying to do a different accent, it'd be stupid. It'd still come out the same. It's like Sean Connery in <laughs> Highlander. The Spaniard? How come the Spaniard sounds like he's from Scotland?
1: Because his fucking <laughs> Highlander, man. <laughs> Nothing matters.
0: No. There are really no didn't. rules in Highlander. Are you kidding That's me? That's right. I think there's a, there's a line from a Rick and Morty episode. He said he, he quotes Highlander, and the, the family is looking at him like, "What do you, tigers? You know there can be only one." Sean Connery is a, is the Spaniard, but he still doesn't do the accent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's that's about right. That um, about right. So you went on vacation. I went on vacation, mm-hmm. and then I moved the oldest boy into his dorm last week. So. Let's back up a couple of steps. And, and okay. so you went to the Outer Banks. uh uh-huh. North with Carolina. Teenage girls. Who won the golf tournament? Uh, I did. Was it was it close? Uh I'm sorry, let me clarify. No, it wasn't, it wasn't close. golf tournament.
0: The, miniature, the the Dunkin' Donuts 72 hole mini golf vacation classic. Nice. Which, if you turn it into a hashtag, makes one hell of a password. ah yes indeed hashtag uh, dd72hmgvc
1: that is that is a a solid password that you can give away to everyone that's listening
0: that's right not in use currently so don't try that's a story and
1: he's sticking to it
0: that's right yeah no actually it was fun the first round they were all kind of like what are we doing and then by the third round it's like all right Jurassic Putt, here we come! So you had the girls
1: in too? I thought it was just you and Kristen. But it was 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 girls,
0: yeah. Nice. Like I said, the first one, I'm showing up in my Dunkin' Donuts Vacation Classic hat.
1: Where did you find that fine piece of merchandise?
0: At a Dunkin' Donuts in Maine. Um, Okay.
1: Oh, (laughs) where they where they appreciate the Dunkin'.
0: Or they appreciate the Dunkin' and the Donuts. So yeah, so we we uh, so I wore the hat, and then they were just kind of like, "This is kind of dumb." They played in the arcade, and then we went to the second course, and it was a little bit more fun. And we to the third course, and it was a lot of fun. And then we went to the last course, and it was uh aged and hadn't aged well. You know, it's like <laughs> we have a mini golf course, and then Jurassic Park came along, so we built some concrete dinosaurs or concrete and fiberglass. And they've been there for a while and they're you know they've they're been almost repainted. extinct again. Yeah, they've been repainted multiple, not dinosaur colors. Oh. <laughs> the armature is all showing through, but uh, that <laughs> actually all in all, it turned out to be uh, it was a nice vacation. even though with 16 year old girls, one of whom is you know doing selfies all the time, uh, it kind of gets a little tiresome. Maybe not the right word It's like you know just fucking stop Okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: See I don't Have that I don't run that problem With the boys they uh, They're fairly social media Averse They have Instagram accounts I think they just Use it to follow they very seldom Seldom Post
0: yeah Yes Uh, my, my daughter's Friend was vlogging you know Hey vloggers And it was like we're just in the car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it can't be that exciting.
0: No. So I was doing, you know, culture bitches posted. I go, see, <laughs> this is, this is, this is, she goes, that's not how you post this. Is how you post. I was like, whatever.
1: So if you've ever been on Instagram and you've seen uh hashtag culture bitches, that's my, uh, my partner's uh, personal hashtag. So or travel. We're <laughs> travel. Yes. Travel or any sort of social outing. So if you run across events, yes, culture bitch, <laughs> Hashtag culture bitches. You know you're you're in the kingdom of Steve,
0: <laughs> which started in a museum. Um, and because you can't do commas in the in the hashtags, but it was supposed to be culture bitches, and <laughs> then it just became culture bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so when you tell people, they're like, "How do I use it?" I go, "You just take a take a take a picture." Pithy comment post, you know, the Wright Brothers uh, uh, Memorial thing, you know, this is a spot where mankind gave God the finger and conquered his skies. (laughs) That's pithy. (laughs) And, you know, a little witty and, you know, you might need a little bit of kind (laughs) of to appreciate it. You might need a little bit of an education because there are some high minded jokes from time to time. There are. I. 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 I know. I follow. Sometimes I have to look up the
1: references. No, I'm just kidding.
0: I did songs lyrics for that the botanical gardens.
1: Yes, you did. I enjoyed. <laughs> as you might imagine, I enjoyed that immensely.
0: That was squarely in my wheelhouse. Oh yeah, my wife's like, really? What are you doing? I was like, ah, I. I got to make sure I quote. Uh, you know, the. Uh... <laughs> and I got
1: it, Vita correctly. Yeah.
0: Oh, let's see, who sings that? Oh, yeah, Tears for Fears. Got to figure out the right word. <laughs> shout. Shout. Yeah, shout. Didn't do that one. Shout, that culture funny. bitches. Shout, culture bitches. <laughs> Only when taken with everything else does that become funny. Right. <laughs> if you're in front of a
1: of, of the, the Munch painting.
0: There we go. See, shout that would, would be, be totally. funny. That would that be would... funny.
1: That would be the one. That would be where you would use that. I get it now.
0: I guess I think I have to go to Chicago. Just <laughs> do that one now. Glad I can help, as always. Well, no, it was a great day when you found out you can take pictures in a museum. Just can't use flash photography. Right. And the day I found that out, I went apeshit.
1: <laughs> I believe the day you found that out, you went like this.
0: Oh, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Dog-ass show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only a few more I haven't played yet. So, um, let me see. Here's one for you.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank, okay. you, very Thank much.
1: you very much. <laughs> That's it. Thank you very much. Uh, Where
0: would you guys go on vacation?
1: Uh, we went to Port Aransas, which is down uh the Texas Gulf Coast, down around uh Port Aransas, uh near Corpus. That area,
0: COVID's coming in with the yeah. <laughs> yeah. in Yes,
1: they swim across the border down there.
0: If you ever see a map like with the Delta variant and the uh-huh. caseload, um, I'm proud to say that the first area to go like that dark blood orange is 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 <laughs> the Lake of the Ozarks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Were you there not long ago
0: no i haven't been to there in years and years and years but it, it does it's like it starts there and then just goes right down the Mississippi Delta <laughs> yeah
1: yeah uh it's not good i uh, you know I keep waiting for some of my people to be the ones taking the horse tranquilizer it's only a matter of time um
0: <laughs> I like I, it. <laughs> we don't know what's in it, but this has been used on horses for years. So if I just cut the dose to accommodate the size difference <laughs> between me and the horse.
1: Th- my favorite comment about all that was so you're telling me the people who didn't want to be treated like sheep are treating themselves like sheep? Yes, exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a Pretty sad funny. statement. Of, yes, I wish I had come up with it, um, I'm, but I'm stealing it regularly. Um, so yeah, we went down to Port A. Spent a few days. We rented a, a condo there, a few steps off the beach. Nice. Um, I did a lot of reading, a lot of sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, read the, the Bruce Lee autobiography, which was really good. Slept a lot. Um, ate too much. Didn't do much at all, and that was my goal was just to kind of do Edge. nothing. Yeah, and I, I achieved it admirably. Anytime I stopped moving and got sleeping, I laid down. <laughs> I had nothing to do and nowhere to be. And as long as I showed up for meals, I was good.
0: Nice. Yeah. 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 Vacation with us. We have agendas.
1: We normally do, but I made it abundantly clear on this one that I had none and would not be partaking in one (laughs) and uh, any attempt to enforce one was going to be met with uh, with uh, resistance. So uh, none was when none was undertaken. So that was good. The boys brought their guitars. It was a like a four-story condo because it was a beach thing. So it like, you know, first level was like, you know, parking entrance. Mm-hmm. It was a, like a bunkhouse bedroom down there where the boys stayed. The second floor was kitchen, den, living area. Third floor was a couple bedroom, two bedrooms. And then the fourth floor had like a, a deck, like a roof deck, which was kind of cool sat out up there and the boys took their guitars and they, they played up there for a while. That was kind of cool. we got some video of them jamming up there together. So um, all in all, it was a good trip. Um, Got a little sunburned. Um, Apparently this is a fun fact. uh, Port Aransas does not, or whatever County that is in has not quite caught up with the, uh, the builders in that area of the beach. So the beach entrance right there is a public beach beach entrance and they still allow camping on the beach with oh, a permit. Okay. So okay. from our, from our rooftop deck, we over the dune, we could see the string of trailers parked <laughs> in the surf <laughs> flying. There many, uh, many uh, well-intentioned if misguided political flags on their trailers. Um, nice. Yeah. So that was fun. That was fun. When we got, uh, we rented a little golf cart so we could cruise around and, uh, a lot of Trump flags on the beach. Uh, the children, children, the young men took the the, um, the golf cart one day, just themselves. Apparently, they drove it all the way to the nearest flag shop, found a uh, a uh, uh, oh no an American flag with rainbow stripes and um, you know all means all or something, and and uh, put that on, on the golf cart drove back and yeah, drove it up and down the
0: beach proudly. Yeah, <laughs> like, all right, good for you guys. We, we came across a few spots like that where you're kind of like, dude, the election is over. <laughs> the My Pillow guy got sued. He got rushed off the stage. We're getting mail at the house now that from the MyPillow and at work that, you know, I'm being canceled and passing the savings on to you. <laughs> <laughs> so retailers are taking all, yeah. That's
1: too I, funny. I was like, Maybe I'll saving guys. that uh, direct mail money there, Mike.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you might need it. I keep reporting his Facebook ads as uh, sexually inappropriate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've taken your strategy to heart. And I do that with any ad I don't want to see. <laughs> this is the applause from the Sam Kimison record as he's coming on stage, by the way. Oh, Nice. <laughs> All right. Let's see, and here's the cheap trick applause.
0: I can hear the difference. Yeah. It's a
1: live at Budokan applause.
0: All right, it's gonna be a long night too, right?
1: <laughs> You know what I have to say to that? Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's my good. favorite one. That's my favorite <laughs> one. I'm not gonna lie. Um. So yeah, in the last week, we moved Jack into his dorm in Dallas. That was inter- interesting. He had a. uh one o'clock move in into his dorm, and now I want to tell you the only dorm room I have ever been in for any length of time was yours when I came to visit sure. you, because mm-hmm. you know my whole screwy family situation. I never lived in a dorm. Mm-hmm. This dorm was—you uh, would be jealous. It's a three-person dorm room, mm-hmm. but each—it's like three pods. So each of the boys has their own room. Mm-hmm. There's a common room. Mm-hmm. There's a like shower hall, bath, toilet, sinks shower i was like what kind of hotel nonsense is this um oh,
0: a friend of mine's son it just started at uh, university i don't know actually anyway university of northern illinois mm-hmm. maybe west i don't know might be a directional um but yeah his dorm is like that like a mini apartment type condo thing where they yeah the room the, their individual rooms are only like eight by 12 yeah, type of thing right. yeah but they do have the communal area, the kitchen area and the bathroom. I mean, they're nice dorms. Yeah. You know, Barrett and I shared a cinder block cell, uh, you know, communal prison, showers. I was say <laughs>
1: prison showers, as I recall. Prison <laughs>
0: showers, which, you know.
1: Uh,
0: they like, say uh, builds character, but uh, <laughs> <it> might, yeah, <laughs> you shower a lot, you know, like <laughs> this in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: um, so yeah, so we got it that We he had to be there for like uh, noon move in. They had it very scheduled out. So we left the house in two cars on um, uh, like five forty. I think it was 630 before we left. We left late, but we made good time. And so the deal was you're supposed to pull, be able to pull up. We're going to have these volunteers with the big rolling carts to take your shit, load it out of your car and ultimately All get All guys to are her. at
0: the girls dorms. Just.
1: <laughs> no. Uh, there were clouds rolling in, thunder clouds rolling in. We literally pulled up to the thing, and the guy goes, "They just took us all off because the storm's coming." Are you fucking kidding me? The first ones they turned away, so we backed our cars in. Larwin did something with Jack. Um, we let the storm pass. Um, then we just started unloading our shit ourselves. <laughs> now the good news was Jack's room is on the first floor, oh, so we didn't have to wait for the elevator for the people like the people on the second, third, and fourth floors did, which Created quite a line as the Sucks day. Sucks to be them. Yeah, because we just rolled it right down the hall, right into the room, and away out, we went, and go back to the car. Bye,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. son. Be a man. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: no, no, we were there. I was so tired. We were there till like uh, I think we were there. He had like a they, they call them living learning centers, so they grouped the kids by their majors. Sure. Um, again, I maybe that's how it was for you. I just don't know um but uh but so like they had like some sort of introductory dinner thing that first night so like the boys all well one of the unfortunately one of the kids broke his leg the week before they moved in so oh. he was in a cast and a walker and it was a whole thing so he didn't go but the other two went so we were still there like putting stuff together we finally went eight went to our hotel passed out got up the next morning went and helped him finish up picked up a few things odds and ends that he needed you know whatever in a target run and then left. So anyway, yeah. So to make mama feel better, we stopped in Waco at the uh, Magnolia complex, um, chip and Joanna Gaines.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we stopped at the silos, <laughs> <of> the
0: compound <laughs>
1: got some obscenely large, but really good cookies. I have to admit,
0: you know, that place is just a few more wives and AR 57, you know, the, 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 the assault rifles from being, uh, a white supremacist camp but anyway
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was a little i I kept you know i've watched that show intermittently over the years because all enjoys it and it's like we pulled up and the the perfect time to go thursday afternoon about an hour before closing time i was able to park on the street Mm -hmm. uh, walk in everywhere get the cookies go to the shop go to the souvenir stand whatever i'm like it's perfect we timed this just right um but yeah i was like they really haven't done much with the silos. They're still all rusty on the outside. You'd think they'd be painted or covered in shiplap or something.
0: <laughs> covered in shiplap, yeah. <laughs> you want to no, impress, <laughs>
1: impress me? Cover those grain silos in shiplap. Then I'll be impressed.
0: You know, when I was in the uh, hospital following the stroke, uh, I watched the the HGTV ran marathons that week. Not oh. necessarily for me, but uh, it felt <laughs> like it. So I got I got directed the, at you directed him so I got the Chip and Joanne show mm-hmm. and then I got the Mississippi Chip and Joanne show. Yes
1: the that amuses me. I just I, I will watch that one because I'm like my grandmother lived in Laurel, Mississippi for I don't know how many years. Just waiting to
0: see her house pop up well she lived in an apartment <laughs>
1: but I'm not okay. the point of that is um, I spent a lot of time in Laurel, Mississippi and I have never seen that part of Laurel Mississippi I don't know where <laughs> they've been hiding it but that is not the Laurel Mississippi I know and they're not they're not going out of their little uh their little sequestered uh corner neighborhood if they went about five or six blocks in any direction <clears throat> it wouldn't look quite so quaint that's all I'm saying I, I, I'm <laughs> amused to no end by the fact that because uh, I had a, a one of the moms was one of the boys that the boys played baseball with years ago her and her mom went to laurel and I'm like Really? Did you <laughs> did you go to Laurel or did you go to that? Because yeah. there's a difference in my mind. Maybe but you I'm just...
0: know. <laughs> there was a Lafayette, Louisiana, team in the uh, Little League World Series. There was. And I was watching it. Somebody's like, "What are you watching this for?" I go, "This is sad, but there's a good chance I might know their grandparents." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I,
1: I looked at the pic- I looked at the team picture, going. Okay, I don't recognize any of the coaches. I'm going to stop there, because if I go any further back, the people I know are going to be in the stands. Um, Yeah, yeah.
0: Over the last – it's been weird. Wait a minute. You do the ages, you very well could know their grandparents. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) I've had to do that math a couple of times, because, I mean, the the teams from Pearland made it twice. Mm -hmm. Three times. Three times in the time we played in that league. They went to the Little League World Series three times. Nice. It was fairly impressive.
0: They even made That it the is final. some very, very overachieving fathers. Yeah, you, are, <laughs> well,
1: you know what they call the place, the dad's club for a reason. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the Lafayette team has made it twice. And the Lake Charles team has made it once and maybe twice. I'm like, Jesus Christ, the two leagues I played in and the one I coached in have all been to the Little League World Series. Never happened while I was around to my recollection, but uh, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, every time, anytime one of those teams is played, I'm like, and they cut to that to the stands. I'm like, okay, let's age people I know forward 30 years. Go.
0: See, I'm gonna have to see names. Yeah. Because, <laughs> as as we all know. <laughs> yeah. You Blakely's mom isn't gonna
1: help me any. I need to know Blakely's mom's name and probably her maiden name.
0: Quite frankly. That's right. It's a Milan son. Okay, let's narrow that down. If it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boudreaux, we're just gonna call it a day. Yeah, they were giving up on that one. Yeah, that's a wash. <laughs> Not happening. Oh, man. Hey, I got to work at Comic-Con this weekend. Last I saw weekend.
1: your post, Um, by the way. I uh, post. <laughs> the Dr. Teeth costume was impressive.
0: It was the best costume I saw all weekend. I, because it was um, so original, uh, he guy put some work into it. Um, he's kind of watching. <laughs> he's trying to buy merchandise like this. <laughs> was holding it up, trying to Looked trying to line it up with the eye holes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can just see him just working that, trying to get it just right. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> the guy's booth I was working—it's uh, uh, a friend of mine from the Funko collecting, right? Who didn't bring Funko, which was kind of nice.
1: Do they allow you to not bring Funko to conventions anymore?
0: Were like I thought it was a
1: requisite people. that you had to have a wall of Funko to get a booth.
0: Oh, my God, there was like six booths that were nothing but Funko. And it it was interesting to work the booth with him to see the convention from a totally different side. Because we've done the press passes. Yep. So that's neat and fun. It makes you feel special because you get to talk to the stars and stuff. Right. We've gone as attendees, which is fun because you just wander around and shop and maybe do panels and talk to artists or get accosted by artists when your guard is down and then you're stuck while he's trying to explain cyber ninja robot, bitch. <laughs> she's just like, I had to, we walked by one booth. The guy says, Hey, how's it going? And I turned to Eliza. She walked the floor with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, do you want to meet the crew from fire, bitch? And she's like, no. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that You know what? That's funny. You say that. Cause I, I remember one year when we were at San Diego and I was I was by myself, so it was either like maybe the, your Funko night or something. I don't remember, but uh, I was walking the floor, and this guy—he's a creator—and he stopped me, and I because he saw my press badge. And I talked to him for a few minutes, and I felt bad for the guy because he had gone all in. He didn't do it like uh, Kingston does it, where he does trades and stuff. He had <laughs> done like individual issues of this historical Chinese pirate comic book, and I felt so bad. I bought him. I was just like, dude. You're never going to make your costs back.
0: Uh, I'll buy you three books. Here's 10
1: (laughs) bucks. Give me the books. I got to go, but here, (laughs) Godspeed. Uh,
0: I felt bad for him. Uh, There was nobody like that there. There was one guy uh, in another life some 20 odd years ago. I worked in an animation art gallery. I recall. Yes. And so, anyway, this guy ambles into the booth, and I'm working with uh, another friend from here in town. And I'm looking at this guy as he walks in. I'm looking at him. He's got a hat kind of pulled down over his eyes, and he looks up. I see his face. I turn to the guy working the booth with, I go, I know this guy. I will tell you the story later. And I pulled one of your moves and just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and then you heard. <laughs> I'm sorry, and, had to be no done. no. This guy starts talking, he clears everyone out of the booth. Oh, I mean no. people just leave. And he is sitting there talking about whatever, whatever, whatever. So the guy goes, All right, what's the story? I go, Okay, that's a guy we used to call him pescado. He's like, Why? I go, eh, the eyes, fish. Anyway, <laughs> um I thought you were gonna say smelled like fish. That was gonna be my guess. No, 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 no. It was ojo pescado or just pescado, ah, but anyway, okay. Um But he would come into the store and he would just talk to whomever, you, me, a mannequin. And he would just kind of talk about how he loves Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog. Do you know what Sonic eats? And because he came by so often, I would always change. I have a guess.
1: Do I get to guess what Sonic eats?
0: Sure. Go for it. Um, No, I won't do that. My wife may one day listen to this podcast. (laughs) So I'll say bag of dicks for you. But anyway.
1: (laughs) I was going to say pescado, but anyway. Um, Ooh.
0: <laughs> Taco Pescado. But anyway. The Delta variant, if you will. <laughs> but he would come in and he would talk. And he came in and he goes, so, Do you happen to know what Sonic's favorite food is? And I'd be like, creme brulee. And he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: he throw him off. Yeah, because like, he's expecting you to say no. And you came exactly. at him with a, a tasty dessert item.
0: <laughs> he's like, hot dogs. I was like, Oh, it's so close. You know. <laughs> Coming again do you know what you know his favorite food is? And I'm like, yeah, uh, you know, uh, uh you know, nachos, uh, I mean, just whatever came <laughs> goulash, what <laughs> you know,
1: it's not fun to well, it is fun to, to toy with. The, never mind, I'm so anyway, trying.
0: he by God, he didn't, he's moved on to new properties, but he's like, and he, he got into anime, so it was like, do oh you know? no. Do you know what uh, Naruto's weakness is? And I'm thinking, hot dogs. <laughs> hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> and I thought I almost and I he was and I almost said something like that. Like I wasn't gonna walk up to say, hey, do you happen to know what Sonic's favorite food was? Um, and then I thought as I've gotten older, you you think these things through a little more and you go.
1: Wait, that's a recent development for you.
0: I make the joke. He now talks to me. Exactly. I can't shake him. <laughs> That's that is facts. But my yes. God, it was the same guy doing the same stuff. He pulled out a sketchbook of these, and I was like, dude, it's been twenty three years. You should have gotten better. You know,
1: or at least got a new sketchbook.
0: Maybe so. Maybe so. But it was like all these uh, girls in bikinis. And they're anime girls in bikinis and my poor study work. Sonic in a
1: bikini, huh? <laughs> that
0: might have been funny. Uh
1: <laughs> but it was it <laughs> Actually, was that's just crazy You know if it could work. It could work.
0: Yeah. Maybe Sonic the Hedgehog too. No, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. As much as messed up as everybody got about the way his face looked, you start to rearrange oh, his, his anatomy. You can get, have full blown riots
0: wearing a bikini choking on hot dogs no there's no (laughs) nothing there no (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the hedgehog is a wiener hound but anyway well
1: if if we're going in this direction then jim carrey can't it has to be ron jeremy instead of jim carrey that's all i'm saying we're going to go full hedgehog, and you never go full
0: hedgehog. You never go full hedgehog, even though our good friend Moj offered to take us partying with a rod. That's
1: true. By the way, <laughs> potential title for the episode, you never go full go hedgehog. To the full hedgehog? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there we I'm go. I'm getting better. I didn't even look up.
0: No. Oh, no. I just
1: got to remember which ones are which.
0: So, yeah. no, my buddy, as you are saying, did not have Funko, unlike you know, every other booth on the floor. <laughs> um, but he had on. We unpacked, me and another guy from here in town, we unpacked his booth. So, one side was the inappropriately sexy, um, uh, Japanese schoolgirl anime statues, mm-hmm. the other side of the booth was the anime popular, uh, st- statues. Like Naruto and, and One Punch or One Piece or like I fucking know the names. My hero Academy What's this? Which one you get? I was applauding you. I
1: was actually applauding the, the the naked statues.
0: Well, they were all clothed, but they were obviously of fourteen and fifteen year old girls. Is that a cricket? Yes. <laughs> and then the final one was the name uh, that tune. <laughs> I can name that sound effect in three notes. Um, oh, it's magical. It's all an illusion. I'm, and I'm exactly. Doug All right, I'll stop now. Continue your story. <laughs> no, not at all. And then the last one was uh, Gundam, uh, the Japanese model kits. Right, sure. Okay, those are fun. Those were fun. Um, in fact, they were so much fun. I I bought not one from him because he's selling the middle grade ones. And I was like, I'm not committing you know 30 hours to this yeah no <laughs> i'll commit a half a day maybe or an hour <laughs> so i did buy Ooh, online yeah. yeah i did i bought a a little mini kit to to try and build nice. hopefully hopefully in time for the next show
1: i was uh, i was jealous when i saw you were at a con by the way i i really was i uh i miss cons
0: you know what i did too for the first day and then <laughs> after how many days did you work it uh, Friday. I helped set up on Thursday, which again, Brad and I were very motivated to like get it done and get the hell out of there. Right. So we had him set up in like you know two hours. Um, so Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, part of the day Saturday and part of the day Sunday. Okay. But. Uh,
1: yeah, I, that's the thing about cons. You miss them, and then you realize, oh yeah, I forgot about the law of diminishing returns. It's involved. Or. I-
0: I can't feel my knees anymore. <laughs> I sat down and started rubbing my knees. I was like, they're numb. My knees are numb. Made you made me stand mean, the whole diabetes. Time? Yeah, we had a chair. We stole a chair from, we were right across from the uh, the Tower of T-Shirt guys.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. Which was they're fun. Like Lou, they're like Lou Ferrigno.
0: They're everywhere. Yeah. I didn't see Lou. Lou was supposed to be at the show. You know, but I think was- Lou, was,
1: Lou was here, actually. Um, remember me telling you about the comic shop that has the giant Hulk, like you previously mm-hmm. mentioned? Yeah, uh, they had him here. Uh, Austin's oh, best comics had him, Lou here with the giant Hulk statue. So yeah, he was here, not there, but he's somewhere. Doing okay? Was he doing okay? I didn't go. Um, okay. I was recovering from
0: the moving. Mm-hmm. Lou's doing all right, you know. Lou's
1: doing. Don't worry about Lou. <laughs> don't
0: worry about Lou. Lou's all right. I've been using that at work. People are like, "What's going on?" And, you know, "How are you?" Ah, don't worry about Lou. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? It's kind of like, uh, you know, "Don't worry about Lou. Everything's good." You but would it w- be cool. you would. What was be that? Cool. You would be cool. <laughs> Did you hear it?
1: <laughs> you you would be cool. Be cool. George Clooney from Dust Ah. Yeah, they can't all be winners. I'm trying.
0: That's okay. No, we we were across from the the tower of t-shirts guy, right? Uh, One of them wouldn't wear his mask. So on one day a customer yelled at him the next day, the event security yelled at him the final day.
1: Oh, you froze. Come back. Come back. Steve, are you there? Ladies and gentlemen, Steve has frozen, and I'm not sure uh, where he went. Bear with me for a moment while I try and bring him back to us. Please stand by. (laughs) We're back there we go <laughs> i'll just cut that out it'll be seeing what's except for me going hey hey you froze so you and in fact you froze <laughs> at the worst possible part of the story because you said and on the last day
0: fr- oh man no the last day kcmo police thank you <laughs> the last day kcmo police showed up <laughs> did they to, roll him they didn't roll him but uh they did have a good long discussion with him about um This is the rules of the city. And we don't care what you think your rights are. (laughs) Nice. And how'd that go over? He wore the mask the rest of the day.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, you know,
0: you'll take your wind where you can get them, I guess. Yeah. There you have it. But uh, yeah, it was interesting though, to work it from the, the dealer side because they, they, they travel kind of not like in packs, but they all do a bunch of the same shows together. Right. And they've been doing it long enough, they all know each other. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So they come over and have these rather in-depth conversations about how pricing should be for this show based on, <laughs> well, I'm going to have to bring it down. These guys aren't buying anything.
1: So there's there's, there's uh, price fixing is what you're saying?
0: I'm saying it's it's not a fluke that everybody's prices are within a couple of bucks of each other <laughs> that you're not going to one booth and getting something for 10 bucks and then seeing it down the at, at another you know retailer for 50 you're you're gonna see all of it for 50
1: <laughs> well good for that by God control well it, that I mean you know you're controlling the marketplace completely at that point because you've got a captive audience so the price is what the price is.
0: Yes. And they were talking about like the shipping delays from China being so severe. Sure. They're like, I, we're going to raise our prices just so that if we do sell a bunch of stuff, I have money in the bank because I'm not going to have anything for the next show. So. Interesting. It was interesting. And it was also interesting to find out about the pricing of wholesale Funko Pops. Oh, spill the tea, sis. Well, if it turns out that, you know, for your mom and pop, pop retailer, mom and pop, pop pop realtor, that they are going to be somewhere between five and six dollars, depending on the quantity that you buy. And the quantity is based on the individual character, not your total order.
1: Really? So the price breaks are per, per pop, not per order.
0: Correct. Interesting was interesting because they were and and he was saying he goes he goes in order to make money a lot of good money at a show you basically have to buy about as wide a variety of pops as, as humanly possible because everybody sells captain america everybody sells spider-man everybody sells this you got to make your bones on you know the fringe some odd, characters on fringe characters yeah interesting it was interesting. And so I've got all these people. I on a, on a pop board, I made the comment that Funko Pops were ruining comic book conventions. That's fair,
1: because I will tell you, the reason I asked, I mean, I <laughs> made the joke at the top of this conversation about, you know, the wall of the mandatory wall of Funko Pops, because the boys and I went the first year we moved to Austin. I took them to the Wizard World here because mm-hmm. it was what we had. You know, sure. not a f- huge fan of the Wizard World experience, but it was what we had. And you couldn't buy anything but Funko Pops. There, no booth. <laughs> had anything else i was so aggravated by the time we left because it was like i don't want to look at any more and this is when the boys were hugely into them i'm like i don't want to look at more of them can we do something else please can we just go
0: and that was the thing and that my point is you know these guys pop collectors i don't know it's like they never took an econ course but they know the word supply and demand (laughs) you know they just just they understand sort of the concept in a broad sense, but don't really know how to apply it. Uh, you know. Right, right. So they're like, well, Funko Pop sell and people were there to make money. That's why you see them. If you don't like it, you can make your own con. And I just finally said, I go, look, man, I, I was there at a dealer's table. So I saw it from a different perspective. You guys think you're getting ripped off at 15 bucks a pop, but these people have to buy them, transport them, set them up and if they don't sell them take them to the next show so they got a whole bunch of sunk costs that you don't even fucking know about you know much less know what the hell a sunk cost is yeah they've got all this money just tied up in all this inventory and I mean tons of inventory if I watch you got these guys
1: inventory that doesn't move you are fucked
0: if you got pops I at
1: the- know what I'm talking about
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you. you I was on the wrong the wrong switch to the, Oh yeah, it's got it three works. different it's got three different <laughs> panels of buttons. So the uh-huh. first panel, I didn't take off any of the preloaded ones, which is that that one and those other ones. Oh, here's the here's what they want us to use for intro music, by the way. <laughs> loaded it sounds like generic Foo fighters to me but anyway um, <laughs> anyway <laughs> so, yeah I the, the economics of fandom are lost on fandom that's the thing oh I know and, and I want I mean, what I want at the price I wanted
0: at well that does the market doesn't support that kid sorry no you're at the show you're a captive audience if you find what you like that you haven't found anywhere else your host Uh, we had guys they were taking pictures of the upc and looking up prices online you know and you're just like (laughs) the guy goes yeah i know exactly what you're talking about i I could sell that fake crap for 10 bucks all day every day he goes if you think you can honestly get a legitimate licensed product for ten dollars of the anime stuff Mm -hmm. because go for it he goes i know it's fake
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's funny because as i've been diving back into my uh my ebay um i've, I've looked at so i watched some video on instagram about you know you know the guy was like you know hitting the the resale shops or the the oh that you know, guy and like he pulls out his phone and he scans i'm like okay so yeah there's your profit overall you still have shipping. you haven't accounted for shipping you haven't accounted for your fees so that profit on each one of those 20 that you're buying is going to get eaten up real quick. You're probably looking at more like a dollar profit. So you're not going to make, you know, $400. You're going to make $75 by the time everybody gets their, you know, gets their bite of the apple.
0: And uh, I, I will say this, being around Funko sellers, they don't seem to understand that, you know, the whole idea of churn and, you know, profit per piece, it's like I got it for twenty and I sold it for thirty. I made money. I made ten bucks. And it's like, eh, like you say, no, you got fees. Well, I charged them for shipping. Okay, well then, so shipping's a wash. But you still lost, you know. But you, hey, you percentage. know what?
1: As I know, you're still paying. You're still paying an eBay fee on the shipping, so you're not getting full reimbursement on the shipping. That's right. Uh, ask me. I know. Um, okay. I, I've had that I've, conversation more times than I like to admit. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, there's, there's, there's a sunk cost in the shipping. It's never a wash unless you're charging more, if if you're charging more than it actually costs you to, to ship it, then you may turn a profit. But if you go with the calculated shipping, you're going to lose money on the shipping too.
0: I never go with the calculated shipping. I take, I have a scale on my thing Uh scale. I already know what my peep my PayPal discounts are going to be, you know, for shipping, Mm -hmm so i take it and i and i tell people like what are you going to charge for shipping i go i'm going to weigh it i'm going to get the postage and i'm going to round you up to the next full dollar and that's going to cover fees and it, and possibly even packing materials you know and they're like well i mean so if it's like 5 10 i go that's right i'm charging you 6 well that's unfair man you you that's 90 cents that you're pocketing no. Huh, au contraire my friend it's covering cost it's covering cost it's, and you know i recycle all my packing materials i still gotta buy boxes from time to time
1: right so. yeah no i i uh, <laughs> i had this brilliant realization uh over the weekend and i and i put it into into practice today i realized that um all those movies that i had gotten over the years with gonzo geek to review <laughs> i had no cost in them yeah there's some money I listed thirty-seven. Okay, movies, and well, movies, and I had some old wrestling DVDs that I didn't want anymore, including a bunch with CM Punk on them. And he came, he came back last week. I don't know if you saw that. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So CM Punk in capital letters in my titles, in my actors, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. But those because he's going to be on TV tonight on the Big Show for the first time. Uh. So yeah, like I'm like I listed those movies for like you know. Nine ninety nine a piece. I have nothing in them,
0: and that's you pay no, the you shipping. Money.
1: You pay the shipping. You get it. You don't get the digital copy because I downloaded all those and I put that in there. It does <laughs> not include the digital copy, but you're getting a Blu-ray and a DVD for nine ninety nine.
0: Everybody wins. Maybe.
1: I mean, you know, okay. So if you're listening to the podcast, yeah, I didn't pay for those, but you know what? <laughs> you're still getting them for nine ninety nine. And if you make me a decent enough offer. You can get them for less because, again, right. I have nothing sunk into them at this point. They were One just taking up box. space. They were taking up space in my closet.
0: One big box of media
1: mail. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Wet it, wipe it, good night. <laughs> yeah, so that was, uh, yeah. I, uh, I I put a whole bunch of stuff up today because I was like, that's just shit. Nobody's ever going to, it's just sitting in the closet. Nobody's ever going to watch them. I've downloaded the movies. If I want to watch them again, they're on the, they're on the movies anywhere. I don't need the hard copies of these movies. The the next thing I got to do is go through the boxes over there and find all my what ifs and get those up.
0: Oh, there you go. There you go. uh,
1: That's my next thing. What are you thinking of the show? Uh, Didn't really like the first episode so much. It was okay. Um, Loved the second episode though. It was more true to the. It reminded me more of what I'm looking for in a what if, where like that one thing has like tectonic changes. When when Thanos was a reaver, I'm like, that's what if right there. Yes, that's it. That's it. Wasn't just you know Steve Rogers becomes the first Iron Man. Eh, pfft, whatever. Um, and and Agent Carter becomes Union Jack. Whatever. No, I want big changes. I want to see Howard the Duck. Okay, maybe that was the reason I liked it so much. I haven't watched today's yet. But I, know, I, love I haven't the, done that either. I love the premise. What if Loki was banished to Earth rather than Thor? That has huge possibility. Oh. So I love it. My wife was one and done. Um, I tried to get her to watch the second one because I said it's more true to what what if really is, Mm -hmm. but she's not having it. So that's fine. It's 30 minutes. I get to myself every week. Um,
0: What did you think? Um, They're all right. I I did like the second one better. I I, I mean, yeah, I was telling, telling somebody at work. I go, here's the deal these are not continuity stories. So they're not building out the universe. They're not, you know, setting you up for the next big movie or anything like that. Right. I go, so in that sense, they're they're self-contained. And, they, and I go, the first one, they changed one little detail and it was entertaining, but it still followed pretty much the movie, the first Captain America movie. They just swapped the roles. Second one, yes, that made a bigger change. And I did like, you know, star lord oh no it's star lord you (laughs) know that was fantastic it was Um, amazing and uh no i haven't watched the third one yet either um kind of looking forward to the zombie one uh spider-man sorcerer supreme yeah that one looks like it could be a lot of fun um
1: and uh, my question is uh, are they tying themselves to the movie the cinematic universe i guess Because a lot of the stories that are famous what-if stories, they can't tell. What if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? What if Wolverine killed the Hulk? What if the Punisher killed everybody? What if Daredevil... Here's a good one that I loved. What if Daredevil became an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? That would be fun. That one's really, really good. Um, (laughs) And it makes sense in context. So... um, if they're tying it to the MCU, they got some they got some uphill work to do, because they're li- they limit their pool. Mm-hmm. But I also see this as a way where they could branch out to some of those characters that haven't appeared in the MCU. If and- we're looking at alternate realities, then who's to say the Fantastic Four can't appear in one? Come up with some wackadoo way that they one change and suddenly the Fantastic Four is in the MCU. Boom!
0: I don't know. No, I think I think. It's also though the nice, the, the best series. To, it lends itself to multiple seasons.
1: Oh yeah, because better it's, than it's, say it's,
0: a one division or. Well, it's you know. it's
1: limited only by how out of control they're willing to let the 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 writers get. I mean, that's one of the reasons I've always loved that series
0: or series is. is yeah, they've done it a couple times.
1: Yeah, that '70s series was just bonkers. <laughs> the '80s Speaking- one I think that the one from the eighties is more like where we are now, where it was really tied to current continuity mm-hmm. and like, it didn't really branch off into the wackadoo as much. Um, it was like, okay, well, I, it almost sounded like, okay, here's something that died in the pitch meeting and well, let's do what it as a what if. Yeah, exactly. That's what the eighties, the second series was like the first series as what if Conan came back in time and battled Thor what okay what <laughs> i got to find the box because i and I, I may start posting instagramming like the covers because it's some of this shit is just nuts uh what if spider-man had stopped the burglar and on a cover he, and this was that was the first one i ever ever got was what if spider-man had stopped the burglar and he's standing up uh on stage doing the tonight show monologue uh. <laughs> in a cape uh, i was like oh, nice uh, i gotta find the i will i will instagram the cover for that one tonight um but um yeah that series is so much fun
0: the what if stories we want to see
1: (laughs) (laughs) there you go that's hashtag what if hashtag we want to see i'm looking for the cover right now because um i may even show i always
0: got a kick out of the elseworld titles yes uh just because i like the idea of the The idea of Batman in a different era, you know. Yeah,
1: the Gotham by Gaslight or Gaslight. It's a great one. It's great. Which they made a shitty animated version of. I watched it a while back, and it was so not good. Um, so not good. Oh, here it is. I'm going to show you the picture. What if Spider-Man had never become a crime fighter? Can you see that?
0: I will here in a second once I get. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: That was the first what if I ever bought got it at a gas station in Jackson, Mississippi on the way home from a family, a family trip to Mississippi. And I must have read it a dozen times on the way back to Louisiana. And by that point, I was like totally on board.
0: So. um, So, yeah, that's a thing. I see we got what if Spider-Man joins. What if Phoenix hadn't died? Yep. Yep. Uh, what if Craven the Hunter had killed Spider-Man? What if
1: what if the alien symbiote had
0: the alien Oh, I found it. What if Thor had fought Conan?
1: Yes, uh, and okay, and and I've probably made this reference in your presence, and every time I make it, I get this like blank stare Lassie. from anyone. I ever, I say, I'm like I'm sitting here like a moody barbarian king because the last <laughs> panel in that book. Is Conan sitting on his throne, hand on his sword, having defeated everyone, and just like sullen because there's no one left to fight. And so Heavy when he not, the if, head. You, if you ever hear me say like a moody barbarian king, that's what I'm referencing.
0: Okay. Oh, uh, what if beast and thing continue to mutate? Yes,
1: that's a good one. That's a good one. Man. What,
0: what if, if Meg-
1: what if Spider Man had rescued Gwen Stacy? Oh no, Mary Jane! Yeah. What
0: so, yeah. if Wolverine was Lord of the Vampires?
1: I don't remember that one. What if Spider-Man had kept his six arms?
0: Hmm. That sounds like the <laughs> '80s. Yeah. Oh wait a minute! What if Spider-Man had kept his cosmic powers?
1: Uh,
0: let's see. This is exciting! Exciting. What uh, if Spider-Man? Yeah, right. What if Steve Sp- read the internet? <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, that's the subtitle of this week's episode. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll start posting some of those because there is some just bug nuts fuckery in the, especially, like I said, that first series. Because I remember there's one in that second series where it's something like, you know, what if the Avengers had lost Atlantis attacks? Namor would be king. I think that's huh. a one pager. I don't know.
0: Yeah, um, what if Fantastic Four had lost the trial of Galactus? <laughs> that's again, one page. Blackness. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh man so yeah that's, but that, that again that's one of those titles i think that like you say if they lean hard into the strange could be really entertaining
1: yeah and i mean even even in the first episode because i like you know when the like the uh the cthulhu character came through the portal um there's one of I, I read it after the fact you know what easter eggs did you miss a nerdist or whatever. There's uh, a Doctor Strange villain. It's, it's a Shuma Gorath or one of the, you know, one of the demon lords is is tentacled. So it's like, oh, were they hinting at that for the Doctor Strange movie? No, well, maybe, no. maybe at some
0: point they just put something out there. They that just put that some fucking tentacles coming through the portal. That's all.
1: Because we it's all Hydra, recognize okay? it we all recognize it as Lovecraft. Okay? We get it. <laughs> we're all geeks. We get the Lovecraft reference. Let it be that.
0: Oh man, you know, speaking of tentacles reminds me of. uh, I'm terrified uh, now. Your uh, your Comic Con booth? uh, My daughter bought a Hydra sticker to put on like something at school. But then, in order to encourage her to get her license to drive, Mm -hmm. we bought her a uh, Jack Burton's Pork Chop Express uh, window decal to put in the car. Nice. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. I'm surprised my child has friends.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm she not allowed express- to wear my Hydra gear out of the house anymore. <laughs> Apparently, it would offend a- people. At all. So I've got a I've got a black from when I used to write, write for superhero stuff. I have a black T-shirt with the red Hydra symbol on it, nice my chest, and I have the <laughs> green and yellow Hydra hat. I can't wear those out of the house anymore. I'm not allowed. I'm like, oh man, I, I wore that when I got the Hydra hat. I wore it every day for like weeks and i'm like i told Laura i'm like i'm not taking this hat i'm wearing this hat everywhere until someone looks me nice and and says hail hydra
0: yes 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 <laughs> oh i have a I shoulder mean,
1: bag. and it was at that point you know point where it should have been pretty easy to get that reference and someone should have said it exactly
0: i i say it when i see people like that <laughs> i mean i have a shoulder bag that, I, that they were doing custom embroidery
1: love those most of the boys have them yeah
0: yeah. So I ordered one with the Hydra logo on the uh, the, the sleeve, you know, and I carried it into work, carried it around with me to shows. <laughs> and it'd take a while. People are like, wait a minute, is that the Hydra bag? He's like, yeah, Hydra, buddy. <laughs> I want to get a
1: black hat and take it to those folks and have them just embroider the black bolt head antenna on the front of it. <laughs> Just the antenna, nothing else Just on the front of the hat Just, just that, a little like, tuning fork yes, yeah. Just a little tuning fork on the front And that would be my con hat for the rest of my life
0: I like it <laughs> Okay, so we're talking about what if And I was Google searching mm-hmm. And as I clicked down the old rabbit hole uh, I found something called Imagine if comics <laughs> that's Hong ones- Kong Fui, Hong Kong Fui meets Iron Fist <laughs> Okay, now I want to read that Maybe Yes I think, I, think I, I would. Imagine if comics. I was. I would read that. Oh,
1: you know what that was? Mm-hmm. They did. I think they did a bunch of those. Like because I.
0: Mister Perez, Imagine if comics.
1: Okay, maybe I'm thinking of something different. There was one where like the Scooby Gang met somebody a couple years ago. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if that was the same one. But anyway, that, I would read Hong Kong Fung and Iron Fist. Why not?
0: You know, I had to explain to a young Asian guy, Chang Cheng Shai or Chang, whatever.
1: I believe okay. the official pronunciation now from the trailers is Shang Chi, which anyway is never going to be how I say it. By new, the way,
0: he goes, he goes, what is Shang Chi? What does that come from? What Marvel property is that? I go, uh, <clears throat> I go. Well, it's a little problematic because it came out of the '70s when. And I go, don't take this the wrong way, but they used to call these little chop suey movies because they were just these funky little karate movies, and uh, they kind of rolled out of that. Uh, unlike <laughs> I got rolled out of that genre, it's all unlike Bruce Lee, the whitewashed it's all Bruce Lee. iron fist. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so I've been where he's in- wearing like the Indian head cut, a haircut <laughs> with the with the pseudo. Uh you know all is missing is the feather and he could easily pass for native American you know <laughs> but that was red of Wolf of the 70s that was red huh? wolf that was I'm red sure.
1: wolf he was the Indian character in Marvel I'm sorry the native American character was red wolf
0: um, oh remember when like... they did secret wars and every country got a got oh, a superhero yeah, was,
1: yeah 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 because it was shamrock from Ireland and uh and they were so jingoistic <laughs> oh oh god yes they were all like one note Hey, uh, somebody! It's like if they had Wikipedia, and somebody said, "Hey, look up the first line of Wikipedia and make me a character." <laughs> okay, Israel,
0: white costume, blue star on chest, <laughs> yeah, and with the weird hedgehog. Uh, <laughs> since we're going with hedgehog, but the hedgehog coat of hair or whatever. Ah, <laughs> uh,
1: yes, and there was uh, there was. The, Everybody uh, says Sam was, was the yeah, Irish character shamrock. who had uh, luck powers. Yes. <laughs> luck of the irish
0: and they were just all were so like awful. you say one note jingoistic yeah yeah wow oh yeah. what's his other power oh uh, drinking and fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you know? she, she turns into liam neeson <laughs> she turns into he's got a specific set of powers <laughs> they're all luck based he they're can drink like, you under the table and then kill you dead <laughs> right in the
1: hawk See who else it was, was the was, Yeah, it was. uh yes, it was the first yes. And it was it was a fun little series. I like the premise. I remember that. Um there was Peregrine, who was the uh French Falcon. Um let's see how deeply I can <laughs> how deep into the recesses of my brain I can go. There was one who was a con he was the conquistador. I don't remember what country he was from.
0: I think uh, Spain. Somewhere
1: in South America, perhaps. And he had like the conquistador helmet uh-huh. and a shield.
0: Oh well, yeah. <laughs> With a big a, Spanish as cross to on it,
1: smallpox blankets in his backpack, um, <laughs> in his pouch. <laughs> uh, so, okay, I, I, I wanted to circle back because you brought up Iron Fist, and I wanted to circle back to something I forgot to bring up last time. Because, uh, as you know, as we've discussed ad nauseum now, and I don't know how else to introduce this segment except for that what I, One of the books I got from the library. Last month was um was a Richard Dragon, karate fighter. It was (laughs) that was DC's version of Iron Fist.
0: Richard Dragon, karate fighter.
1: Yes, it was so much better than the same time frame Iron Fist stories. Yeah, it was still a little heavy handed. Yeah, it was clunky, but and yeah, he still had like the one that he had to touch his talisman before, before he went into combat. Un, unto like a thing of iron, unto but, like a thing
0: of iron, which they worked into every goddamn e- issue. Yes,
1: every every single fucking one. Yes,
0: but my this was better. Channel my chi unto a thing of iron. Yes,
1: into my fist. I'll
0: take this little blue pill unto <laughs> a thing say, of iron.
1: I wish I'm, getting, I'm betting Misty Knight had him channel that chi elsewhere unto a thing of iron, but that's just me. I'm just yeah, I'm just speculating here. I got hey. no proof, but you know, <laughs> I don't worry about Danny. Um,
0: Danny's doing all right
1: but this was Tell so much there. better and I don't know why but like and that's a character that like they haven't really overexposed through the years he's kind of become like the like the, the hidden sensei for all the DC martial arts characters he trained Lady Shiva He trained oh Lady Shiva was actually that's where she started she was in that book I forgot she was in that book that was her first appearance um, okay. Bronze Tiger was his partner but he became like the guy who trained the question and oh. helped Barbara Gordon learn to wheelchair fight or whatever. I, and he was always, so he's always been like kind of portrayed as a sort of like paraplegic mystic since then with like the big beard. And it was okay. not how he was in this book. So it was an interesting dichotomy. And I've been meaning to bring up Richard dragon because the most recent iteration of Richard dragon was on arrow Oh, and really? It was nothing remotely close to this. I think it was the uh, it was either the Rebirth or New 52 version of Richard Dragon, which was just, as you might imagine, a Speaking fucking nightmare. Richard
0: Dragon, I was, I, 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 we're kind of, since we're in the, in the, in the stream, we'll just go where it takes us. Um, oh, man, I forgot. No, I didn't forget. So there's something called Comics Gate, which is like alt-right comic creators and stuff. Okay. That like go out there and complain that superheroes are too diverse and and they have lost, too gay. yeah, exactly. Uh, Ethan Van Scriver is one of these guys, what? Yeah, I know, yes, really, yeah, oh, that's disappointing. Well, yeah, Richard Dragon, Kung Fu Fighter, wow,
1: it's not yeah. as bad as it sounds, I swear to god. I read the whole it was like because it was like the 70s run, so it was a short, short. Eighteen you know, issues, yeah, it was no big deal, but infinitely better than the first eighteen issues of Iron Fist. I'm just gonna say that.
0: There are they. they I, I I I think I got one of those trades on Amazon, and and it just kind of, um, yeah, you, you're reading it, and, and it, you when he uh, calls out like every karate move before he does it, you know. Mm-hmm. You know Chuck Norris roundhouse kick. Uh, you know Bruce Lee punch of death. You know and 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 then yes and then of course he's beaten and he makes the fist and unto a thing of iron and he. Uh, okay, ta- so I'm trying Ch- to tell Chuck this kid Nor- about Chuck Shang Norris. Chi. Chuck
1: Norris fist of hedgehog. I'm a chest of hedgehog. Chest
0: of hedgehog. Oh, <laughs> these <literally> bristling <laughs> chest hairs. <laughs> like, go it's ahead. Not like quills. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, I'm trying to explain. Shang-Chi, it was like, yes, I go. So it came out of this '70s kind of, you know, we're gonna make this thing be as stereotypical as possible. I go and and the the karate one that did that 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 did work with this iron fist, which of course was a white karate guy uh, from the Orient, and they teamed him up with a uh, like exploitation, exploitation dude, <laughs> and it and it worked. Because <laughs> it was like, Ooh, geez, yeah. are better than
1: one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so these two, these two very single node characters, based on passing movie fads, have run their, have run their, have run their run. Let's put them together. Whoever we'll came happens. up with that at the House of
0: Ideas probably deserves a raise because it worked. Or to have Stanley take credit for the idea. But
1: <laughs> cool essay. It's a cool essay.
0: There was a dude in a classic uh, power man costume. And, and I, I wanted to get a picture of him with the classic uh, Scarlet Witch costume. Nice, but I could not get the Ooh, phone.
1: Wait, hold on. Take a step back. Yeah, huh? Scarlet Witch costume. Hold on. I have questions. Okay. That jump started puberty for me. So um, can we talk about that for a minute? <laughs> I only
0: saw her in passing. Oh, as, all
1: right. Uh, well, never mind.
0: And it was one of those, whereas Eliza would even point out that Babe would say, yeah, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> never mind then. I have no more questions. I'll tell you the story. She's like 10. We went to a comic show and there's a guy who's. Oh yeah. It was Arrow and Black Canary, wasn't it? Black Canary. She was totally into Black Canary because of Brave and the Bold, mm-hmm. you know? Oh Yeah. And she goes, who's that with her? I go, that's Green Arrow. And she very loudly, that's not Green Arrow. Loud enough that the kid dressed as Green Arrow is looking around to see who just dissed him. And I'm sitting there trying to corral this small child who just shot off her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I have a new toy. Uh, Now she was good at the comic show because she, she recognized the anime statues were a little really over the top. Gotcha. And so she goes, she asked me, she goes, we, we walked up to the booth and and the guy who owns the booth was like, Oh, you missed it. Somebody just bought a couple of those statues. And I say, without thinking about my audience, who's standing right behind me. Yeah. Well, I guess we know what that guy is doing tonight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I hear this voice behind me go, "Ooh!" <laughs> and I look back at her, and I'm like, "You're 17 now. The humor is going to, to change. <laughs> <laughs> the gloves are off. The, the jokes are going to be a little different." <laughs> but uh. she couldn't decide which was creepier: which was uh, somebody buying a bunch of those for themselves. <laughs> a teenage boy who didn't buy one because his mother had bought him a bunch of body pillows with the sexy anime girls on them.
1: Oh, so far. Number two is our leader at the clubhouse
0: or number three, the older guys who I assume means me uh, taking pictures (laughs) of the inappropriately dressed borderline underage Anime cosplay girls. Okay,
1: number two is our, our winner. It's, it's close, but number two it's is close, our winner. Number two is the winner. Number two is the winner because mom's involved.
0: Yes, and he even picked the statue out. He goes, "I don't know, mom. What do you think? Is it oh, not hot enough?
1: Oh God!" And yeah, I'm just no, like, okay. going, he's running away. With she's it now.
0: she's got two bags of these body pillows, and she's like, you know, it's your birthday and all, but I just bought you these, and I'm like, going, man, oh. He's going to make someone very unhappy someday. (laughs) At least all my kid likes to do at comic shows is get face painting, even at 17. I'm okay with this.
1: You're doing well. Yeah. You're our clubhouse winner.
0: (laughs) But it was kind of nice for her to recognize that as we're driving home in the car. (laughs) I mentioned about the kid and she was like, oh, yeah. What about those old guys taking their pictures with the girls?
1: That's just con. That's just con behavior. I, I, you know, it's weird. It's, it's unsettling, but it is what it is.
0: Well, it's I me mean, oh, and I, I was photobomb plus cause they were taking pictures out of our booth. Right. So there's a lot of people who've got these great costumes of you know, Captain America and black widow and Steve in the background. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Or what? I put my arms out like I had my arms around them because Mm -hmm. I was in the back. I just kind of leaned (laughs) for it. And you'd hear this guy go, click. All right. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome.
1: (laughs) And (laughs) seen. And (laughs) seen. Oh, that's too Uh, funny.
0: Oh, it's bad. There's uh, seats at the baseball game in front of us that are like open. So there's always some new couple in those seats. And they, they at one point in the game got to get a picture of themselves at Kauffman stadium. And I can't tell you how many of those people have me on one side and babe on the other. Nice. <laughs> You're raising her the right way.
1: <laughs> Speaking of baseball, how about this? Did you watch the field of dreams game?
0: I did not watch the Field of Dreams game. Well, we, we may have been traveling when they played. Yeah, you
1: might have been because I think we had just gotten back and I kind of stumbled <laughs> on it because I knew it was happening, but I forgot about it mm-hmm. and literally like, was flipping channels. Like, oh, that's tonight? Okay. And I'd already missed like you know the Kevin Costner, James Earl Jones entry. And I thought of you because, of course, the White Sox were in the game. As they New had runners. to be. They had,
0: they had to be. be. They had to be. Iowa doesn't have a team and the Cubs turned themselves into AAA. So. Well,
1: and the White Sox are the crux of the movie.
0: Yes, they are. (laughs) Criminals through and through.
1: (laughs) Reinforcing your opinion of them. Reinforcing my stereotype. Before you were born. That's right. Uh, But my question was this. Why the fuck were the Yankees in that game? If we're going to stick with the lore, it -hmm. should be the Red Sox or the Dodgers. You're telling me neither one of those markets was big enough that we could have left the fucking Yankees at home?
0: And they're doing it again next year. And it's like, oh, crap. They posted who's going to play. Oh, it. did
1: they already? Have, I haven't seen that.
0: Uh, and it, it might be the Indians. Our in the the co- the corn, it's,
1: the, no, the Sentinels. It's <laughs>
0: the children in the corn. <laughs> uh, the Malachi's. Game 2022. Here we go. And the answer is Cubs Reds. So a NL central. Okay. (laughs) For Iowa. Okay. I guess,
1: but what, I mean, and I'm no Dodger fan and I'm no Red Sox fan, but could you not put those two teams in the corn? Why not? I mean, is it not (laughs) going to draw two of your largest baseball markets to watch the game
0: they have to travel it's not a home game for somebody (laughs) i mean it's like come on man there's like eight thousand people in the stands it's just
1: and i'm gonna say this with 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 all the love for the game that i have but i swear to god if i thought you could fix a baseball game based on homers i would have sworn that game was fixed
0: oh the home run derby (laughs)
1: well i mean the 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 fences were short (laughs) and i enjoyed the the visual of them knocking balls into the corn don't get me wrong but in the top of the ninth, the Yankees went up on a three-run bomb into the corn. And in the bottom of the ninth, the, the Sox. White Sox hit a giant bomb into the corn to win the game on a walk-off. I'm like
0: – MLB could not have asked for a better or written a better finish.
1: They could not have. And that's when I'm going, if, if I thought there was a way to guarantee someone could hit a home run at a particular point in the game – I would swear that game was fixed, but I don't know how you would do that. You can't guarantee a home run. It's not like you can point shave in basketball or the ref can call back a touchdown in football where (laughs) there can be some shenanigans. You can't, you can't manufacture a home run. There's too many mitigating factors.
0: No, I was going to say what they ought to do is just do like major league and use Cleveland and whoever Cleveland played. If we're gonna go with baseball movie, uh, you it's,
1: know well, it's the White Sox. Is it? Yeah, well in the first one. Um, it's the White Sox that Tom Berenger points because it's uh Keith David gets traded to oh, yeah, the White yeah, Sox yeah. and he's the pitcher.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't know who is the starring as the pitcher in major league, that old dude. But there's a the guy just, from uh, Lords of Discipline. Yes watching him in his form it's like i'm sorry i can believe corbin Burnson as a uh as as a second baseman and i can believe you know the catcher behringer is a catcher behringer is a catcher is perfect and i can even believe sheen is a as a you know loudmouth rocker type uh loose cannon rocker before rocker but yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, he essentially was that character
0: yeah yeah um but i could not buy that guy as a pitcher you know that Tall, lanky, you know, no wind-up, uh, sad sack. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, watching
1: the the cool thing about the the Field of Dreams game was, I mean, they, well, of course, you know, I enjoyed the fact that every time they went to commercial, they were playing a song that played in the movie. They played China Grove. They played oh. Going Up the Country. I mean, it was like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing there. And then they had Costner in the booth, which mitigated the Joe Buck factor for a couple of innings. Because Costner's all mellowed out and, you know, shutting Joe Buck down. And, uh, and he talks just to much, do. it really is. Um, but, like, they had this whole, like, you know, I went back and watched it on YouTube, this whole intro with Costner and talking about the movie and blah, blah, blah. And so, like, you know, he walks into the corn. Because they have, they have the, the house and the field from the movie, And then there's like a corn maze that leads to the new field, which is kind of a cool setup. Makes for a great visual overhead, you know? So Costner walks into the corn in the outfield, like in the movie and and they, they fade him out. And then he walks through the corn maze out onto the new field, live and in person and the crowd goes nuts Uh, and then then the players start walking out of the corn in the new field like three to three wide which is a cool visual i mean it's it's cool what go back look on youtube for the for the intro i mean because they've got like clips from the movie they got like the james earl jones clip where he's talking about you know baseball is america while costner's disappearing into the corn and (laughs) you know it's it was well done i'm not gonna lie okay I'm not sure it's something I want to see every year because I don't think you get the same effect if you do the same shit every
0: year. No, and that's the um, thing. Then it becomes like, a, well, although I think the hockey game on, on ice outdoors. That's cool. That actually is cool. And it, I think because it's just tied to sort of nothing, it actually is kind of cool. You yeah. Know. I
1: mean, you can't keep playing the James Earl Jones voiceover every year. It's going to lose something. Correct.
0: And so then you just have to rip off other, you know, at one year the Chico's Bail Bonds is playing. So you had to do it the hard way. <laughs> Actually, that would Can be. Can we fun bring Tatum to, O'Neal
1: yeah. out? Can we bring Tatum O'Neal and and uh, and what's his? So, oh, what's his name? Oh, Jackie Earl Haley out. Can they walk out of the corn one year?
0: In the Chico Bail Bonds, yes. yes oh hell, yes. And
1: let's do all of the fictional baseball players. Let's let's suit uh, Billy D Williams up in the Bingo Long All Star suit. Oh, um, nice! Uh, Danny, let's bring the Danny Powers, kids out. Danny Powers.
0: That would be fun. The the Charlie
1: uh, Sheen fucking hell. Let's put Corbin Burnson in the corn.
0: No, 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 no. You got to have Kenny Powers pitching against Wild Thing. <laughs> That's your <laughs> pitching matchup. <laughs> only, only if Rock them- shows up and kicks Joe Buck's ass. <laughs> And the game's announced by Brock Meyer. <laughs> now go. it's the Field
1: of Dreams, motherfuckers. Oh yeah, <laughs> that
0: ball is out of here, <laughs> just like my wife's vagina.
1: <laughs> wow, he hit that as hard as my neighbor. It hit my wife's pussy. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's bring out the frackers. Let's go with all.
1: <laughs> Let's see what other baseball can we do? Um, uh, can we have John C. Riley catching for for love of the game?
0: Okay. There we um, go. Uh let's right, see. Redford in the natural.
1: Right, nice. He has to blow out the lights. Mm-hmm. Tim Robbins was... has got to show up.
0: Crash day? Absolutely. Yep. Play that one in Raleigh. <laughs> two thousand twenty two Bull Durham classic.
1: <laughs> Can Robert Wool have a conversation? The, the mascot.
0: <laughs> <mound>? <laughs> Candlesticks make a nice gift. <laughs> Candlesticks. I described that once how I got to go to the, the Royals thing and, and pitched and my first pitch was so bizarre I described it it was like a, just a total hit the mascot moment <laughs> so right. I goes, Huh? I'm like seriously a player said that to you not a player but yeah. it was, I was describing okay. it to somebody at work later
1: that is one of you. my three all-time favorite movies depending on the day of the week you ask me it may be my favorite I love that movie so much
0: that was fun Kristen loves that movie so it's a chick movie, basically. You bite your horn. That man. would be fun. Okay, I just want
1: to see. Seriously, all the kidding aside, if we could just have Danny Powers walk out of the corn like this, La Flama Blanca.
0: Oh, with the the uh, suit mariachi on the thing. Suit,
1: yeah, <laughs> the flag, whatever. Any of the varietal costumes. Just, can we do that? I'd be happy. Just walk out to the mound. Yeah. Fireworks going off in the corn. And everything's on
0: fire. I'm fucking out.
1: <laughs> okay. The first 10 minutes of the first episode of that show are one of my favorite things ever where they, where they chronicle his rise and decline Eyes. all before the <laughs> opening credits. It's just fucking perfect.
0: It powers. I'm fucking out. That would be funny So, you know, we can tie this into What's on your desk, by the way Can we? Well, let's do that Hey, Steve, what's on your desk? Hang on a second Since I've actually moved locations from
1: the normal desk Yeah, we can't see the torture dungeon
0: (laughs) There's two things I also, I went to one of those trade booths That sell all the trades Paperbacks, you know And I was trying to buy some Black Hammer Because I read the first one, I really liked it Uh Uh-huh and the guy goes, Oh man, you like that title? I go, Yeah, actually I do. I kind of wanted to fill out the, you know, fill out my reading list. He goes, Oh, I have the Black Hammer Omnibus edition. Oh, the so Library one. <laughs> the big one that's like you uh-huh. know, as thick as a as a Wagyu steak. Um yes, I got that one for super duper price. Very happy nice. hardcover library edition.
1: Nice. I love that title so much very
0: well done i just really is. i was i read the first one i was like oh i can find three and four but i'm not buying those until i fill them all out and then this dude sold me the book so
1: <laughs>
0: okay so here's what we're doing when i was in college my art professor which was a roving, rolling band of different personalities including mm-hmm. the wife of a philosophy teacher who left with a student and used to cry through class wait hold but- on <laughs> step back
1: <laughs> I want to make sure I got the, I got all the personalities, right. So the so professor's the wife left with a student and he cried through class because of previous indiscretions. You got the
0: gender, you got the genders wrong. Oh,
1: okay. Well, that's so, okay. But okay.
0: So anyway, so one year my um, professor was a guy named John Hall and he won a couple of like national endowment for the art grants for painting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, actually got one of his paintings, I think in MoMA, but one of the galleries in New York. And before class began one day, he goes, hey, I got you, you gotta do me a favor. I'm like, "What?" Well, he goes, you gotta run class. I'm like, I do, why? He goes, one of my paintings just got into, again, I don't remember which gallery. He goes, I'm going to New York to see it get installed. So I'll nice. see you in three days. The oh, other side yeah. of that stuff. <laughs> He is at the gallery next to his painting. He pulls a beer out of his coat, cracks it open. His buddy goes to take a picture of him. And the guard says, hey, you, you can't do that. And he pulls out his ID. He goes, I can too. I'm the artist. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's, that's baller. Isn't it baller? So anyway, uh, the year before he came to Augustana to teach, he did – Was in the middle of finishing up a series of paintings based on minor league baseball and so one of the things that he got to do is travel around with the louisville cardinals louisville 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 redbirds the louisville redbirds Mm -hmm. and paint a whole bunch of paintings of these guys in the dugouts and on the field and everything oh cool and the jb speed art museum collected a bunch of his paintings and put together this little, little booklet.
1: Oh, that, that is so cool.
0: And so, yeah, so it's, it's a whole bunch of his paintings from when he was with or traveling with the Louisville redbirds.
1: So cool. Where'd you find that?
0: Uh, it was on eBay one day. It was just so bizarre. Um, Bob Tewksbury was there too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so yeah. And and yeah, so he was like a realist painter. This one, I kind of dig just because of the empty space. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, he's also done like horse racing, but yeah, I found this on eBay and Oh, here we go. We got to, you know, set fire to the bat. <laughs> I
1: was going to say, is that some sort of uh ceremony to uh, alleviate? Curses? Bat burning. Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking. Okay, because I'm going to tell a story while you're flipping pages. But speaking of, it's a small world after all. Mm -hmm. Um, week sometime last week, one of the 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 ladies that I trained with at eBay uh, posted something about she searched for dinosaurs because she's got two small small boys, Uh and Facebook returned um, the Disney After Dark Facebook group is something she might like. She's like, what the fuck caused this? And two why is there a Disney after dark group to which i responded one of hunter's
0: groups i
1: said well funny story uh, <laughs> a friend of mine is the uh administrator
0: of that group <laughs> yeah, because he got kicked out of all the good disney groups yeah, for he being started,
1: a he started his own so hey hunter there you go <laughs> i gave you some some dab last week
0: so yeah it um it actually ended up uh you know, I had seen actually I'd been to his home studio and he was like finishing up a couple of paintings. I had them there. Uh, none of the ones that are in this little booklet, but um, still very, very cool. Uh, so it's more like a sentimental type of find. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, just guys hanging out in a dugout.
1: Nice. At least nobody's in their jock.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, I think he 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 worked around that. He's also <laughs> the man who who gave me the phrase when he was talking about how he painted at the uh, Quad City River Bandits, um, and he was wandering around the locker room, and I believe the phrase he used to describe one of the players was, "That dude had shit down to here, and that was folded in half." <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, God bless him. I'm sure he made many uh, baseball in the greater Quad City area. Very happy for a short period of time. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) So anyway, that's the thing on my desk this week. Nice.
1: nice. I don't have anything exciting. I'm still working on my desk layout. yeah.
0: It's oddly sentimental.
1: (laughs) It's it's out of character for you, really.
0: Which is why I threw in the line about the guy with his junk folded in (laughs) there. Stay on brand, brother. Stay on brand. Stay on brand. (laughs)
1: No, it was. It was Wait, a fl- is your brand folded junk? I'm not sure. That's that's not right.
0: Oh man, we need to come up with something to go with that. <laughs> um, I believe. T-shirt. I believe.
1: I believe that's our next sponsor. I
0: think so. folded junk?
1: Louisville folded junk. <laughs> and and the and the the mascot is a red rooster. <laughs>
0: Named Rocket. Hey. (laughs) uh, Oh, I'm I'm I am tweaking the the uh, king the King foos logo a little bit. Okay. Okay. Just to make it more balanced, but it's because I can do front and back designs on T Public now. Right. So the front design will be the, and it's now King Fu's because adding the apostrophe S moves things so it's not so <laughs> like, you know, visually centered. Gotcha. Uh, but the back of the shirt will say all day gravy baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and all I gave you was King Fu.
0: I know I told the, I told somebody somebody was asking me where that came from. And I said, I go, I'm sitting there, my phone goes off and I get this thing and it just says, I had an idea, karate, Elvis, King Fu. (laughs) I write back, hilarious, what's the business? (laughs) I go, we bounce things back and forth. I get up the next morning and I write back, I go, how about a ramen noodle house? Bruce writes back, Southern style. And that was it. (laughs)
1: It's a magic thing we have, my friend.
0: (laughs) And from like those five texts, you get this shirt. (laughs) That's an oh, yeah. Or that one, too.
1: (laughs) Okay. yeah. I can do both. yeah. (laughs) I can't layer them. Oh, Oh, yeah. Um, Thank you very much. There we go. I got to find a better Elvis. I, that one needs work. Uh, oh, I got one more. Oh, I played that one already. Never mind. I think I played them all now. Let's see. Did I play this one?
0: It's a cool essay. Yes, yeah, I played Let's that
1: go. one. All right, sorry. Okay. No, no. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, that's all. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking off the preloaded ones because there's some good ones on there.
0: No, you shouldn't. What if the ex- Professor X became Juggernaut? <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're still down the rabbit hole.
0: Oh, no, I still had it open on a window okay. in the background. So as I was sliding them around, that one just kind of popped to the front.
1: <laughs> uh, I, you know, I got really do need to find the box just so I can find the books to see which ones Like I'm forgetting. But I, you mentioned the one about the thing and the beast continuing to mutate. I remember the cover of that one being very, very unsavory.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I I had it on one of these previous screens and yes. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yes, uh beast looks like a howler monkey. <laughs> and the thing looks like uh He doesn't look like a kitty cat. No. And and thing looks like a leper. So a rock I, I leper. That,
1: okay, I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to I saw them open for uh the rock Bon Jovi, I think. <laughs> Rock leper <laughs> solos were a bitch because fingers kept falling off. <laughs> they went through a lot of guitar players. Um, I'm in
0: shred <laughs> fingers are flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: don't want to be in the front row of a rock no, leper I don't know.
0: It's like not a Gallagher like show.
1: Sorry, that one got me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to work up something for Rock Lepper. We're making a t-shirt.
0: L-E-P-E-R, yes, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> Rock Lepper. It's all in the fingers. Uh,
0: it's just a pile of fingers.
1: <laughs> Spinal times <Taps> Drummer exploded. <laughs> Rock Lepper. <laughs> On the back of the shirt, it's just a list of band members all crossed out. <laughs>
0: They're all named Stu. I don't get it.
1: <laughs> hey, I see what you did there. Okay. Yeah. That's funny because I was thinking of those jokes this morning because my wife had the Today Show on and they were doing a feature on one of the uh, Paralympic swimmers. Uh-huh. I'm like, what do you call a guy with no arms and no legs in a pool? Uh-huh. Thank you <laughs> and good night. All right, I think I think that's where we stop this train. Well, the um, fact that
0: we know all these jokes does not speak well of us.
1: Uh, I think it just speaks of the time uh, in which we grew up. It doesn't. Because, Let's go with that one. Yeah.
0: So next so, week we'll discuss the supposed Marvel leak of Moon Knight's costume.
1: Yeah, we didn't get to that. We'll save that for next episode. Right, we'll, maybe which I, I
0: looked at it. Some people were were dissing on it, and I go, you know what? We're I think this works. It. We're talking about it. Oh, you're right. You're right. Right. All I'm saying is that he died in Egypt. Mummy. And it looks like they wrapped him as a mummy. And he came out. Which You're works. still talking about it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Watch this. Oh wait. I have a little tiny Japanese fighting robot here on nice. the on the other desk.
1: Look, I have our outro music on a button. Listen, it's coming in. Hey, that's original music by uh, my son's band, uh, Suburban Curse. The uh, band is called... Good name, by uh, the way. It is. He's very proud of that. The song is called uh, Dog Days. Ooh. Okay. So I think that's going to be the end of episode 27. Um you liking that? You're moving. You're grooving.
0: No, I do like that. Uh, when you sent that to me or posted that, I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. That's nice our little... song,
1: man. Yeah.
0: It's like very. It's like hip NPR.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say hip NPR? <laughs> How about alt PR? I don't know. So anyway, it's here, comes here comes the break. I'm sorry. I listened to it a few times. Um, so that's episode 27 of Slurp Toast, a podcast. Uh, I'm still Bruce. I'm still Steve. And that's going to do it, kids. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
0: Ah.